Hi guys, and welcome to A Hairy Situation. I'm Emily. I'm Tosh. And unfortunately, we don't have the other Emily here today, but we have a very special guest. First guest. And this is Danny. Danny, introduce yourself. Hi, um, I'm Danny. I'm Emily's lover, <laughs> um, businessman, accountant, and tax analyst. Um, so, Danny, um, <laughs> it's not my lover. That um, <laughs> sounds like a great song name. Like, Danny Danny's is not my not lover. Danny's not my lover. Anyway, um, Danny, Danny and I met through community band. We're both saxophonists. Band, baby, let's go. Yeah, oh. shout out. Um, so... Yeah, um, so Danny, tell us a little bit about, like, your experience, like, listening to Harry Styles or One Direction or your lack of experience, you know. <laughs> your, just... your uh, as, as Emily likes to pl- say it, uh, your relationship with Harry Styles. Your, your relationship with Harry Styles. I mean, I know you probably two are probably really intimate and, like, yeah. <laughs> just know each other really well. Um, yeah, I don't know Harry that well. Um <laughs> I know he was in One Direction. He had the longest hair I've ever seen. Yeah. That's about it. And then I saw him in a carpool karaoke with Mm. James Gordon. Mm -hmm. And he hit this, like, really high note. And everyone Mm -hmm. was like, this guy can sing. And then, like, the band broke up. And that was kind of it. And then one day he popped up and was wearing, like, red pants and, like, a button-down. And, like, everyone was obsessed with him. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's about all I know. Yeah. Is his name actually Harry? His name is actually Harry. Harry Edward Styles. Okay, middle name. What's up? So, you've probably heard me talk about him at band. I think you've, like, rolled your eyes a couple times. Uh, No, never. Never. (laughs) Never. Danny, never. (laughs) It's sarcastic. Anyone that has listened to this podcast knows how how much a super fan Emily is. Oh, yeah. I, like, like, talk about him. I did, I actually did not know. Edward is his middle name. Edward. Yeah. Edward. How do we find that out? Do you yeah. have his birth it's certificate? It's just like on Wikipedia. She has yeah. let the record show Emily has the birth certificate <laughs> that birth she's showing us right now. That so. I stole. <laughs> um, yeah. So the song we're talking about today is Boyfriends. Um, it's from the new album Harry's House, and it's obviously performed by Harry Styles. So. This song was written by Harry himself, um, Kid Harpoon, Kid uh, Harpoon. <laughs> Tyler Johnson. So we've talked about both of those writers on previous episodes, but then he also had another writer, Tobias Jesso Jr., who's a Canadian writer. Um, His middle name is Just So? Jesso. Oh, Jesso. Okay. Like Jess with an O. Oh, okay. Um, and he's that guy has also written like for Niall, um, Shawn Mendes, Sia and Adele. So Harry has like some really, you know, good writers on his team. Um, Especially Kid Harpoon. Wait, so he writes the song and they like what, help him? Yeah, like, you know, help him with like some of the lyrics or like melodies, things like that. Yeah, this is something that I learned about pop singers that like they have teams writing their music and then sometimes they don't even write any of it. Sometimes they just sing it. So Harry does Uh have writing credits on all of his songs, all his solo songs, but like there are One Direction songs that, like, none of the members are even writers. They are just like, here, you're going to sing this song. And, and someone else it. writes it. A lot of people do that. Like, there there are, like, people out there that are just writers for pop music. Yeah. And like, they don't sing at all. Yeah, they don't sing mm-hmm. at all. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. What's the credit in that? Right. Yeah. It's I mean, kind of it's kind of a weird thing that I never knew about it. And I, like when I first learned about that, I was just like, was this like some some secret info that I uncovered about yeah. the music biz? Yeah. But apparently, it's just like widely known by and accepted mm-hmm. as like a an okay it's thing. Just a thing. And like, cause like even like way back when you know rock and pops first started, like Elvis didn't write all his own songs. True. Or like any of them. Um, you know, just the personality and the voice. Yeah, it's, it's about like the charisma and stuff. Which, yeah, okay. um, like even Adele, like I think she gets a lot of like credit, or you know, like people are like, oh, like she writes her songs, which she does, but like I don't think she writes all of them. So, yeah, like yeah, know. and I think the other like Taylor Swift's another one where like she gets a lot of credit for because like she does write most of her stuff, but I think still some stuff she, she collaborates. Like she for each album, she'll like pick. A couple people and like write with them um mm-hmm. except for her speak now album which she wrote completely by herself when she was like i don't know like 20 years old come on taylor swift facts right. and now done with harry next is taylor so <laughs> <laughs> well there was already a podcast like this for taylor swift, but, oh um, wow dang it. Uh, uh, let it be known harry styles emily wanted to do a different podcast <laughs> you were her second choice no harry i love you <laughs> Yeah, so I wanted Danny to be on this episode because, you know, you have experience being a boyfriend and having boyfriends. So I felt like... Whoa, you just outed Danny. <laughs> I'm Whoa. sorry. Let the record show. Experience, trauma, same thing in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, thanks for making it. Like, this is just our therapy session. This is our intervention, actually. Oh, dang it. We're not actually recording. We're just like, actually, Danny, you need help. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so, you know, I wanted someone's perspective from, like, both sides, like, because obviously I can go on all day about, like, my boyfriends, and then Tosh can go on all day defending himself as a boyfriend, but, you know, we need to hear from other people who, like, can give us both sides, and so, you know. I've got both sides. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, Let's get into it, huh? Yeah, so this song was released on May 20th, 2022. So very recently, um, as of this recording, so before this song was officially like released, like with the album, he sang it at his set, um, at Coachella and he premiered the song with the preface to boyfriends everywhere. Fuck you. (laughs) Um, and so of course everybody went insane. I like woke up the next morning, like, it was all over Twitter, and I was like, oh, my God. And then I'm, like, getting on TikTok and, like, watching, you know, the, like, performances. Like, people would be, like, full video of Harry's entire new song, <laughs> and I'm, like, watching it. So, yeah. like... It I remember like, when... I think when we were... We recorded an episode shortly after that happened, and you talked about it. Yeah, Like, yeah. a little bit about, like, oh, yeah. Like, Harry performed at Coachella, and it was <laughs> amazing. It was amazing. Um... So, yeah, uh, that's how he, like, introduced the song, which I loved. Um, and he had an interview with Zane Lowe at Apple Music, and he said that it's about both acknowledging his own behavior and the behavior of other people that he has witnessed. He quotes, um, I grew up with a sister, so it's watching her date people and watching friends date people, and people don't treat each other very nicely sometimes. And then he said, 
it turned out about boyfriends because I started playing it and then saying boyfriends and then was kind of like, I like that. Shall we go from here? And then just kind of kept going. Um, it was one of those really quick, just say what you think of boyfriends. So like if you notice with this song, there's not really like a set like chorus or anything, mm -hmm. but it is just like these little vignettes of what he thinks or what you yeah. know popular opinions about boyfriends yeah. are yeah i was gonna say like the like as far as like the structure and everything like it reminds me a lot of like folksy music mm -hmm. like i almost picture it like being in like a western like folk indie movie like a coen brothers movie uh like with them like you know like inside oh, know. like inside lewin davis like oscar isaac singing mm -hmm. the song well like it reminded me kind of like of a simon and garfunkel vibe yeah, Which we know, we mentioned mm -hmm. last week that he's a huge fan of Paul Simon, and I think this is totally like that, that same same vibe, or like you know, hollow notes, kind of like on their slower things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you know if like the because like there's like uh, harmon harmonizing vocals like all mm -hmm. at once? Are those all him, and he recorded them all? Like, is that something that you looked into in the song? I have no idea. Am I just highlighting how, how little research <gasps> was done? No, uh, <laughs> oh, we love the harmonies God. though. Yeah, the harmonies were so so cool, and I was curious if that was like instrumentation or like it, it's like almost like there are a couple of the there them there that like almost feel haunting in a way, mm. and like Loki. I feel like it was different people because. Yeah. I'm a big vocal guy, even though I can't sing. But, like, some of the harmonies, like, he just has a very distinguished voice, and mm -hmm. I feel like the lower harmonies below him were not him. Okay, yeah. Just the way he would pronounce stuff, too, it just sounded different. Yeah. It's, yeah. Than I just couldn't tell. Voice. And so, yeah, like, I, I trust yeah. your instinct there, because... And he does have uh, two women that perform, like, backup vocals with him live, um, and when you listen to the live recordings, like, it sounds really similar to the studio version. So I think, you know, they must the be... same people, like, provided backup, so. Oh, all these people, like, another, another couple people that aren't getting, like, full-on credits for this, you know? Yeah. Wow. Music biz. Harry's out here, slave and driving, all, all the people <laughs> actually making his music, wow. getting, taken all the credits. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good resume booster. Yeah. Sing back up for Harry. Sing back up for Harry. And then I'd be like, um, ma'am, I don't see I don't see your name on the song. Can you <laughs> stop lying to me? <laughs> well, uh, it says boyfriends, not whatever your name is. <laughs> there is one picture of one of his backup singers, like kind of going viral. Uh, her her name's Sarah, by the way. Um, so good for Sarah. But like, yeah, he performed at Wimberley just a couple last night or a couple nights ago and like mm -hmm. during one of the songs she was like literally crying like while looking at him because like it is a really the song he was singing was really sad um but yeah everybody's just like look at her crying she's so proud of him and like the song's so good so yeah okay oh. so she's getting recognition you know for her tears so <laughs> okay yeah. All, all the shows emotions, right? right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like all the Harry fan girls like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, I have it, it was the song Matilda, and y'all should go listen to it. Um, and I oh. did cry during that one. Is that like like the movie Matilda? Uh, no. It, I, I think that, that might. <gasps> Super weird, don't you think? That movie. It's a little that, odd. That movie that is movie like, shaped a generation. It, <laughs> it is. I, I I love that movie, but it does have like a really like weird tone to it. It's so, an odd like, movie. I think I would 
would not like it as much as an adult. I haven't watched it since I, I was little. I saw it when I was late. I was like high school, I think. So. Yeah. No, I saw it when I was like really young. I think there's a lot of 90s and 2000 movies like of that time that felt of that time that might feel really weird mm-hmm. looking at me. Mm-hmm. I, I like recently rewatched uh, a couple of Sand- Adam Sandler movies. And was oh, God. Like, they do not age well. Yeah. <laughs> I was there like laughing at like the jokes that I remember a lot and I was watching it with a few friends and they were just like staring at me. It was just me laughing in <laughs> silence otherwise. Yeah, Tosh. Uh, <laughs> Tosh is really problematic. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't laughing at the super problematic stuff. It was just like the things that I would just quote with my friends all the time. Yeah. But yeah. And you're like, actually, this isn't that funny. Yeah. And I'm just over there mid laugh. I'm like, oh, should I not be laughing at this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, yeah. So we can go ahead and like just kind of get into these lyrics. Um, You know, it starts off with like this like backwards lyric segment. Um, Yeah. Danny, you want to talk about that? Because you told me before recording that you loved that. Yes. So when I first heard it, like, I'm a big fan of like psychedelic like pop music mm-hmm. like glass animals mr wives like all those groups and there's this like i think it's japanese i don't know don't look it up because i don't want to be wrong so i'll say it's <laughs> japanese but it's called made in the heights and it's like a band and the song is called like murakami and the very beginning is like kind of that like distorted sound mixture that is in this song but mm-hmm. the lyrics are like backwards like japanese words and so when i heard this i was like oh this is gonna be my vibe like this is psychedelic and then like these harmonies come the like guitar comes out and it's like "Ah," and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) but when it tees but kind of you're like i'm here for it kind of making that reference like i think it's super Mm. neat that he like I just think, like, distorting the sound like that, like, at the very beginning, mm-hmm. like, kind of captures yeah. your attention, you know? Right. Yeah, it had the feel, like, of an Easter egg to me. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, like, it's just like, what is that? That's weird. I remember listening to it a couple of times, and then, because I always listen to them, right? And the first listen, I never pay attention to the lyrics. I always just, like, listen to it, and I get, an, I get a, uh, a certain impression of it. And then I try to listen to the lyrics, and then I read the lyrics, yeah. Um, so yeah, like it wasn't until I read the lyrics and I realized, oh wait, hold on, what is this in the beginning? Oh, it's the lyrics backwards. Um, but yeah, anyway, like I wonder if there's something hidden in there, like some sort of like deeper meaning to like why he did it backwards. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I I have no theories at the moment. So Josh loves a good conspiracy theory. So that's my favorite <laughs> part. Of this when it comes show. to One Direction, he's like, give yeah. it. Danny, you haven't been here for like some of the conspiracy theories that Emily has sh- told us about. Some of the fans have some crazy conspiracy theories about like the relationships of everyone in the band, like One Direction. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, One Direction. Oh. And, and, yeah. There's so a... there's this one major conspiracy um, about Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. Um, Louis was another member, and like there is. Like extensive work by Research. fans on this about that Harry and Louie are actually in a secret closeted relationship and because of like publicity and their managers they can't come out um, and then he like secretly writes songs about Louie and that he like dates women like for uh, like as a beard yeah so and, and there are people on Twitter that call themselves Larry's um, um, and they will like, they will post like every day being like, here's more proof. 
and and it'll be like a two second clip of like in an interview like Harry's hand brushing up against the Louis leg or something or Harry like looking over just looking at him and they'll be like look it's this and then like I literally have seen this tweet that was like if any Larrys are struggling with you know like their doubts about this relationship <laughs> please DM me and I will I will like guide you through the Larry support page yeah it's that's insane it's really it's, bizarre thank you I want to join I would troll them so uh, hard I mean no you will get attacked <laughs> they will come to your house they will find you that's and, insane yeah. to yep. spend so much time right it's like a religion why can't they just ask Harry like, oh, well, that's, so, that's okay. their thing. Let's that's get... their conspiracy. Is that like... He's not saying it because... He's not saying because like it would ruin us some sort of image. And he doesn't want to lie about Which it. Which I feel like in 2022, oh, like, if he was like actually in a relationship with a guy, he would just say it. Yeah. True. Especially, Especially with... like all of his image of like wearing dresses yeah. and, you know, like yeah. pushing gender roles and stuff. Like, he would just say it. He wouldn't care. So. Yeah. What about the other guy? Louie? Yeah. Oh, what if it's him. like him and he's just like, no, I'm not ready. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Danny's like, should, I'm a You should board. join this community. <laughs> I'm like, about to. He's like, I'm a Larry. I'm a Larry. Do a Zoom call with all of them. Hello, oh, Larry. You say the, the whole, world. The whole name. They have a couple names for, for them, which is Larry Stylinson, <laughs> which is, you know, a oh combination of the two of their names. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of fan fiction about like them as a couple or as like all the members of one day like in a like couple to like or as in a relationship together and <laughs> there's like thousands and thousands oh my, of like no see this yes. is where I was, like i told danny a little bit before this podcast like i really want to do a fanfic section of the show where we just read fan fiction and you know i'm telling you harry x louis Maybe, yeah, maybe that should be, like, your own seg- segment. And, like, after me and Emily, yeah. like, leave the room, you just sit here in the closet we recorded. It's no fun if I don't get your re- reactions. Read aloud. Not the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in the closet reading fanfiction. Wow. <laughs> um, well, anyway, let's uh, kind of, like, go back to the lyrics. Um who wants to start off like anything that like sticks out to them or you know just yeah. something they so overall yeah, like, thoughts yeah my like like an overall thought is i mentioned how my approach to like these so listening to these songs like where i pay attention to metal melody first this this song was a little weird for me because my first listen through when i'm listening just kind of like the the vibe of the song i got that like coen brothers movie vibe that like western feel and it like it feels like a song that someone can play around the campfire on like mm-hmm. a, a camping trip or like something on a, when when you know yeah, that one bring, guy brings yeah, his after acoustic the, guitar after that one guy plays wonderwall once mm-hmm. and like someone like uh, comes out and plays like this song um yeah so it has that vibe to it where it's kind of like r- relaxing and serene and a little maybe a little bit sad or uh, mm-hmm. haunting but, and then you read the lyrics and then it's just like, I don't know, this kind of like challenge to boyfriends yeah. or, or, or maybe it's kind of like a, um, I don't know, uh, sort of like a, uh, an empowerment sort of thing for women. Like, yeah, you know what? The, the, yeah. Like this is how this I'm is, treated. This like is this is, how is I'm like, treated. yeah. But I have my thoughts on like 
the actual the like the the overall thing but i'll save that for later well like yeah for me like it was really relatable because like i feel like i've been in like some of these exact situations you know like it says you love a fool who knows just how to get under your skin you still open the door and like yeah like i remember a relationship like a couple years ago where like it was kind of a back and forth kind of thing um and it's just like i knew better but there was just something about it that like was intoxicating and you know i would know i'd be like oh you just you don't get me or like you've like made me upset or i don't know where this is heading you won't tell me how you feel but yeah like I would still welcome that into my life. Um, and I would, you know, one of my biggest hangups, like in previous relationships was like not knowing if they were like as into me as I was into them. And like, so that one line, like, are they just pretending they don't tell you where it's heading? Like, right. Damn. Like hit hits home for me. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Are they just kind of like going with the motions? Yeah, I think that line specifically, and, like, that last phrase Mm -hmm. of this song, um, for me personally, like, it's a lot of, like, self-doubt or kind of just, like, wondering, like, how do they feel exactly? But Mm -hmm. what I've just kind of been seeing lately, like, relationships, like, moving to a new city, kind of meeting new gay people in the city and kind Mm -hmm. of gay relationships, like, there's not really a sense of, like, commitment in a sense. I just feel like everyone's really open especially like in the gay community i'm at like i'm with or like partake in mm-hmm. which is cool to an extent but i feel yeah, like you're looking for the other thing yeah, yeah i feel like people that are like kind of looking for like you know that commitment or exclusiveness like this kind of like resembles with me because that's what i was always kind of brought up and raised mm-hmm. around and what i always saw mm-hmm. um and i kind of catch myself like being in these games like you know mm-hmm. never ending not knowing what they're thinking and stuff but the part where he talks about like staying that daydream like i am a number one contender for like only seeing positive things in right, a situation yeah. like oh my gosh we had a good ass day today compared to the past two months yeah. i've been hell but like today we ate today sushi and yeah. we didn't fight like yes this is the one yeah. for me right and so i feel like you know people get trapped in that and it's just a never-ending cycle and it's hard to like hear your friends say like look like you're looking down one tunnel, but there's so many other tunnels yeah. that are showing you ways to get out. But you're like, no, like, this tunnel's nice right now in the sense. Yeah, and I think, like, this song especially, like, just outlines so many, like, red flags we ignore in, like, in relationships right. of, like, you know, taken for granted or he starts secretly drinking, like, you know, them, like, hiding things from you. Or only calling you, like, you know, booty calls or only kind of not being, like, half committed kind of thing. But, like, you just stay in it, like, because you kind of, you think, like, oh, it'll be better or, like, Mm -hmm. it's fine. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, I totally agree with that where, where Daniel was talking about, like, that difference between, you know, a serious relationship and, you know, not being serious and not knowing if the other person is thinking about it. I came, I came sort of from this similar approach, but, um, just kind of like, uh, uh, it speaks to a certain kind of like relationship, like, um, you know, it just, it describes really well that melancholy nature of being in a relationship where you just don't feel right about it, but you can't mm-hmm. put words to it and are just 
don't want to or are afraid to leave it or or challenge it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think part of the reason it's like so powerful and it, like it like evokes so hard that like similar thing that we're all getting from it um is because it's so esoteric in the lyrics because like i feel like especially with the one direction songs mm-hmm. they're pretty literal like, like we're like well maybe not literal but like they use some sort of narrative some sort of story to evoke some feelings yeah, just yeah. be like i felt so good about her oh this song's about love and relationships mm-hmm. but this is more of like the feelings that you're feeling and the thoughts that you're having mm-hmm. so i mean i appreciate it for that i think it make it elevates it a little bit about being it's so non-specific but it's specific to what we all feel yeah and i think like one interesting thing that y'all both mentioned is like that like folksy like kind of vibe to it is that the this song and the topic and even the lyrics could very well be applied to like an angry sounding song or like you know it could have just gone all out like drums guitar like you know electric guitar it could have been like this really angry power anthem Mm -hmm. but yet it's like really scaled back and it's like it really highlights like the hurt that comes with being treated like this you know i think that's a really was a really smart move on his part of you know just having like the guitars and those like deep harmonies where Mm -hmm. it really like i think you use the word melancholy like it makes you kind of step back and be like no it's i mean yeah like all these things suck but like it just makes you really sad like Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think the sound of it like brings it all together like what you said exactly is what i was thinking Mm -hmm. like you've got songs like good for you by like olivia rodrigo Mm -hmm. love that queen Mm -hmm. but like you know it's just like angsty like let's just fist pump and right and this song like you know it talks about like being stuck with well like we've said Mm -hmm. like being stuck can't get out and you listen to the harmonies and like i'm a music nerd but not that intensely smart but i think these are like some major thirds they're singing stuff Mm -hmm. which is just a super comforting chord yeah so you have this like comforting sound with these like deep emotions are talking about red flags and it kind of makes you think like okay we like the comfort that's why we're here like Mm -hmm. we can acknowledge that all this is bad but listen to these comforting sounds that's why we're trapped in this cycle yeah so kind of a twist like hey it's a angsty bad song like these are red flags but why do you like it so much because you're comfortable with this it's something you're used Mm -hmm. to you know people don't like change people are nervous about change or Mm -hmm. getting away from something that's like like, always been a part of their life right we're comfortable yeah oh my God. that's a Dang. that's a really good way of putting it and yet. thank you i'm the new host of <laughs> harry situations <laughs> wow like, but yeah like the this song definitely a song that like if at a different point in my life i heard it i would definitely be like lying on the my bedroom floor like crying to it uh we've talked about this before on other episodes but just like the how like specific the lyrics get um, or like you can, it's almost like you can imagine like these people in this relationship, but it's still so universal. Mm-hmm. And I just, mm-hmm. I really like that. But yeah, like as two yeah. people that, um, are, or have been boyfriends, have y'all ever committed any of these, um, you know, Com- committed um, what? Committed any of these, you know, cardinal sins that he mentioned. Oh, all the time. I am a toxic boy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, like, some of the stuff he talks about, like, 
it's it's odd being on both sides like you have this stuff happen to you and you're like well what the heck like i deserve better Mm -hmm. but some of the stuff also like in the act of doing it like sometimes i'm unsure about what i want with someone specifically Mm -hmm. and i may not like i i may know like oh this is not going anywhere but like i'm gonna just keep them around knowing that they're super invested in me yeah and it's in the moment i'm like oh it's okay it's gonna be easy for me to like detach myself but i don't really take into consideration the other person's feelings yeah. mm-hmm. so i'm like well sorry you got too attached mm-hmm. i'm gone now but if that was flipped and when i'm on the other side and someone does that to me i'm like well why didn't you take into consideration my feelings like right. you're like you know, what looking the hell? At like... and saying like this is what you did a couple months ago right. now you experienced it so i think like it's hard to like kind of justify my personal actions because mm-hmm. i'm like oh these are wrong i've also done these so yeah. am i yeah. a bad person am i the villain <laughs> yeah like i think one interesting thing too about this song is that like well a like you know harry styles is like you know like the golden boy whatever like there's so many people like lifting him up saying like oh he's perfect and for him to be like no like i'm not perfect i've had to look at my own mistakes like i have been distant in relationships I've, I've not been fair to like some of my girlfriends but then like you know, again from like just a listener standpoint like yeah like you said Danny like sometimes you're like damn am I the villain and like having to take a step back and be like really like evaluating your actions and being like am I doing these things am I like intentionally misunderstanding am I taking people for granted like am mm-hmm. I just keeping them around and like I think mm-hmm. we've all done that yeah. where like yeah you you take advantage of somebody and then get really upset when like someone does it to you which like mm-hmm. that you know it's fine uh to get upset about it but then it's like oh shit do i even have the right um so, yeah. well, well you know maybe maybe y'all but i i'm perfect so sorry sorry and that's the end of the podcast i'm definitely guilty of like at the very least like the the, the like not communicating well how i feel mm-hmm. on things like that's in the past has has like the like the lyric was like is he pretending like i, I was in a relationship at the end where things just weren't working but i wasn't good at communicating that it wasn't working and I'm sure my ex, my girlfriend at the time, you know, had those kinds of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's that's definitely valid and, and fair. Like, she probably uh, felt that way about us. And when I finally brought it up, everything, you know, came to a head. But that was something that I should have done earlier. Yeah. And this is a segment where I, as Tasha's current girlfriend... Says everything that he's done wrong. Yeah, let's go. Let me get <laughs> my go. guitar out. <laughs> right. Roast. Roast. <laughs> I should start singing. <laughs> like, Tosh didn't listen to me. <laughs> I was just say the last thing, which was like, we, we, we've touched on it, but uh, I did appreciate how because the melody was fairly simple and mm-hmm. like kind of subtle even like letting the vocals take the forefront um that that helped with that message of like it's kind of paired back right a lot mm-hmm. of one direction songs and even harry styles songs uh have have like all these other things going on and so 
but like if your full attention's on it and and even at times like those melodies like the music in the background intertwines with the vocals mm-hmm. with all the harmonies going on but it's all in in um the quest for getting everyone to listen to like what he's saying mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I did appreciate that about it like it just as a yeah. person that listens to melody and uh like the actual musical elements first before vocals Mm-hmm. It, I appreciated it because it did like help me focus on the 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 intentional focus of the song. Mm-hmm. Danny, did you have any other like things you wanted to talk about as far as the lyrics go? Um, you know, I I like the message that he's sending. I dig the song, but honestly, not my cup of tea. I didn't like the like folk sound to it like i told you guys a little bit like in the beginning like i was really hyped about it but yeah after that one part yeah (laughs) i like this like type of music but i don't like to get sad i don't like to be Mm -hmm. a sad boy and emily can attest i'm always a sad boy (laughs) (laughs) my sad boy hours are 24 7 (laughs) so like listening to these songs like it's hard because i appreciate the message but like you get a little bit sad kind of like putting yourself into that and then the like sound of the music like that calming nature doesn't really help so mm-hmm. try to avoid these sad songs mm-hmm. Danny's like I can't it's not, not trying something to that my feelings. you would go and listen to <laughs> not trying to yeah, cry and drive right <laughs> now so <laughs> um, alright well um, we'll move on then to the stylish speculation so um, a lot of fans when he like sang the song first at Coachella they were like oh my god is this Harry's way of like coming out because, like, they're, like, he's literally singing a song about boyfriends. Which he did end up saying, like, this was not about, like, him having a boyfriend. But, like, his mistakes. Things like that. Danny also, like, kept asking me before we recorded, like, is Harry Styles gay? Is he gay? <laughs> um, and he's, like, talked about this in different interviews. Because he does get asked this all the time. Because of, like, his uh, um, openness to, like, support feminism is acceptance of the LGBT community. Um, and just again, like, you know, he was wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue and he like wears nail polish and things like that. He said in an interview with the guardian, he says, what I would say about the whole being asked about my sexuality thing, this is a job where you might get asked and to complain about it, to say you hate it and still do the job. It's just silly. You respect that someone's going to ask, And you hope that they respect that they might not get an answer. And then in another more recent interview with Better Homes and Gardens, he said this expectation to define his sexuality, he called it outdated. Um, He said, I've been really open with it with my friends, but that's my personal experience. It's mine. The whole point of where we should be heading, which is toward accepting everybody and being more open, is that it doesn't matter. And it's not about having to label everything, not having to clarify what boxes you're checking. So. Wow. So, yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on that, Danny. Specifically, it's like, you know, someone who, like, has kind of been on, like, a a journey of, like, having to, like, come out to people. um, Yeah. And how, like, you feel about that. Well, mad respect for Harry. I have some more respect for him now because I did not know he said all that stuff, but... Mm -hmm. I really, like, align with that, like, you know, it's Pride Month. Yeah, go right. gays. Yay. Um, But 
I did a very similar thing. Like, I never came out Mm -hmm. to, like, my family or, like, my friends and stuff because I hated the fact that people had to, like, sit down and, like, tell people, like, I'm gay, I'm lesbian, or whatever you identify as. Mm -hmm. I just hated that. I hated that we had to, like, kind of put that expectation, like, oh, we need to know, like, what you're interested in. Right. Mm -hmm. And... You know, like when, you're a different person somehow. Exactly, now. yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, someone wouldn't sit down with me and be like, oh my gosh, I'm straight. I'm like, you know? Exactly, <laughs> And yeah. I, I wouldn't ask. Like, I never ask people because it's just something like, I would rather get to know the person rather than like exactly. what their, you know, sexual orientation is. And kind of like he said, like, with my friends, I wouldn't really be like, hey, like, I'm gay. I would just, you know, there'd be a guy with me and be like, I'm talking to this guy or like... Right oh, I'm seeing this guy. And they were super calm and, like, chill about it, which I really appreciate. Like, they would not be like, oh, my gosh, you're gay. It just was kind of like, right. really? Like, you didn't know? But, <laughs> but they'd just be like, that's awesome. Like, we'd love to meet him. And, like, that's, like, what I think it should be, like, just a form of acceptance. Like, hey, mom and dad, this is a guy I'm talking to. Like, you know, I don't have to, like, tell them, like, how I identify. So I really align with that and I think it's you know I think it's great for people to come out to like you know have those talks if that's something they need to do yeah but my journey has always been and it always will be like I don't think I'll ever make a post about me being gay because right. you know the people who are really close in my life like know my life and that's like the people right. that I want to know right. my life mm-hmm. yeah and I think like it's just something like you said it should just be normal like to be like just like how I can go to my parents and be like, hey, I have a new boyfriend or, you know, like use a guy to be like, hey, I have a boyfriend. And like, that's super normal and not mm-hmm. like expected for you to be like super brave about like mm-hmm. doing that and not saying, you know, that like it's not, especially when there's still like discrimination and stuff, you know, it has to be exhausting to feel like you have to like come out to like every new person you meet and stuff. Yeah. And it is personal. Like I don't go around like, Every time I just, like, meet someone new being like, oh, by the way, like, I'm straight and I have a boyfriend. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, that's not how yeah you introduce yourself. Like, Yeah, and I think it's hard just having those, like, expectations. Like, I know I had, like, a huge identity crisis. Like, I was very bro-y growing up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I must be bi then. And I was like, no, I must be straight. And, like, I had, I was convincing myself, like, what am I going to tell people when they ask? And then there was one day it was like, I don't care. Like, right. I don't care what people think, what they ask me. Like, I remember when I would get asked, I just, like, would just look at them and be like, what does it matter? And, like, that was my answer for, like, the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then I finally, like, became comfortable saying, like, you know, like, yeah, I'm gay. Like, yeah, I do like guys. But I would always, like, get super, like, disappointed in myself that I had to, like, come to those terms yeah. to, like, have to give someone that answer but also would question the person saying like why does that matter like right. is that going yeah. to change your views of me because yeah exactly I the think same it's person the essence yeah. of it is like you don't want to like have not only is it that you don't want to have to say it but it's just like you you're worried that you saying it will somehow like make them treat you differently mm-hmm. than if yeah. you didn't say it which is like in and of itself like kind of problematic that like mm-hmm. you know like it yeah. sucks that you would have to think of that and also, like, talk, like the quote that Harry Styles gave about, like, not having to, like, check these boxes or, like, you know, fit a certain label. I feel like, you know, as, like, a straight person or, like, for straight people, like, it's so much easier for people to accept, like, 
uh, such a broader range of like experiences and expression and stuff where it's like if you say like you're a lesbian or you're gay or you're trans like you're automatically put in this box of like oh well then you're a gay man you must like show tunes uh you're Mm -hmm. a lesbian then you like must you dress like a lumberjack like like, yeah, or like guys, like, oh, you're gay, then I better not be like uh, touchy feely with you because right. I don't want to give you the wrong yeah. impression. Right, like, like you know I can't I mean? hug like, you or something. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just exactly. like automatically, like, it puts these labels or these you in these boxes of like, well, now your range of like what you can express yourself as or you know the the characteristics and personality traits that you can have are suddenly somehow limited mm-hmm. by your sexuality like it just doesn't really make sense you know yeah. like i i don't know it's... yeah i think that harry has a very similar viewpoint as you Danny, mm-hmm. too because like we actually in a previous episode talked about um uh, the trans community right some like a subset of the trans community has a problem with the fact that harry uh, does these things like cross-dressing and being like uh, mm. a very like, uh, like feminine with this like feminine with expression this, yeah, and stuff, this expression yeah. um and then you know like being outwardly like like supporting these causes but then never he has never like officially come out and like said what his orientation is whether it's straight mm. or bi or gay or whatever um mm-hmm. uh but it really shouldn't matter, right? So, yeah, yeah. that's, like, the thing like, where, why like, does, why can't, like, it's clothes. It's literally just clothes. Exactly. Like, yeah, why yeah, does yeah. it have to, yeah. like, put him in a specific category? The only thing that I said whenever we talked about that last time, and I kind of still stand by, but I, like, because, like, I was, like, it is up to him, and it's his personal thing. The, uh, the only thing that could be beneficial for him saying it is because he's someone in the public opinion, like, public eye, mm. him... Say he's him coming out like either way, either he's straight and he supports these these progressive uh, mm-hmm. uh, views, mm-hmm. or he's not and he supports them. I think either way, his viewership, like just being so big, would mm-hmm. support the cause of like bringing things forward. You know, yeah. I feel like you know, like if he was if a straight guy is supporting all these like feminist things, I think that's actually a good thing for the cause. But as as well as the other way around, mm-hmm. like. It, just I don't know. Just the, he has a lot of reach. So mm-hmm. yeah, but that's the only thing about it. Other than that, like mm-hmm. it's his life. Like whatever. Like right. At the same time, like everyone supported privacy, yeah. and again, like it shouldn't matter if he's straight or not if he's supporting these things. Yeah. It, like exactly, it shouldn't. And like you said, it's like literally just close. Like yeah. Like, like we're just we're here for his music. <laughs> like right. Yeah. Exactly. Like and, like I get the close things like. Because growing up, like, that was, like, I had, like, Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. Not, like, the girls. What do you call The action figures. You know, yeah. the yeah. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would always put them in, like, these skirts. And I thought it was, like, cool. I was, like, let's just <laughs> joke around. And my mom would get so mad. And she'd be, yeah. like, don't do that. Like, that's mm-hmm. not what boys wear. And so, like, growing up, like, I was, every time I would see, like, a pink shirt on someone, on a guy, I thought that was, like, so wrong. Right. And it took me a long time until I was just, like, it's just clothes. And, like, I went out this weekend, I had this nice sweater vest, Ooh. women's section of a thrift shop. Like, yes. I, like, look over there, I was, like, I don't, I hate, like, the separation. Like, it's just clothes. Like, it's just, right. like, it's, like. You should just be able to wear, like, you know, what you wear. And I'm sorry, but, like. When skirts, like, be, like, really comfortable for men, just, like, with all, like, 
not to get like too vulgar, but like with all the like the bits, the package, you know, yeah, you because got... we see it with our legs open, we just oh. be flashing everyone. Yeah. There's oh, that. Okay. Or you well, I feel like that's the underwear. same thing for girls. Yeah, well, like, we like have underwear that we just, like, put on. Like, if you had on boxers and you wore a dress, like... Wait, if you're wearing a jock strap. I feel oh, like... well, that's, you know... As one who regularly wears jock straps, <laughs> um... <laughs> on those days, you wear shorts. Okay? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'd have, like, a, like a, a, a thigh friction issue with, with skirts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, with, like, with some separation of the legs, I don't have to worry yeah, about Yeah, like, that. we're shutting down the skirt idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm just you can still wear briefs underneath that, like, you know, helps. Uh, I'm sorry. We'll just air things I'm, out I mean, a little bit more. I try, I try out, like, a kilt or something. Because, like, there's leggings you can wear underneath those. But I, have to I think y'all should, like, rock some, like, leggings and mini skirts, you know? I would do, like, a skirt. Maybe, like, a, a fun little skirt. I, I could see even, like, one of those, like, cute, like, little pleated things that, like, swished. Oh yeah, no! Yeah. I've I've worn one of those, like for a really your... long one, uh-huh. for yeah. I I dressed up as Esmeralda one year for Halloween. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> pictures! <laughs> so I... Emily's like, let me see that pictures, see please. Pictures. Uh, I'm sure, there are some somewhere. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like going back to the Harry Styles thing, like I think it's good for him to like really have like these statements where he's like, I'm not gonna label it yeah. just to make you comfortable kind of like what you were saying like it shouldn't matter like mm-hmm. it's not going to change who you are yeah. it's not going to change who I am and like I know growing up like I grew up really religious like and you know the like Christian church has like a long history of like homophobia and stuff and so it did take like a long time for me to like grow from that um but I just even like as a young child I remember thinking like it doesn't make sense that like girls can't be with girls and boys can't be with boys mm-hmm. like I remember thinking that and you know, I've, I have relatives, like, in the LGBT community, and it's just, like, you know, it just doesn't matter. Like, they never came out to me, mm-hmm. and it never mattered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and then, yeah, actually, I was thinking this, like, whenever I was talking about that, that conversation we had, I, I left out the fact that the the ultimate thing that I was saying then, which was, like, maybe, maybe he can move, like, social progress forward by saying something, but also it's not, it's not on his shoulders to do anything. Like, it's... Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like... Even if he he could like help, like it's still his private life, and his he he still has the power to choose whether or not he wants to come out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So then we'll go to the Harry Fun Fact. Harry hashtag Harry Fun Fact. Hashtag Harry Fun Fact. I actually have two for this one. That's too many. <laughs> <laughs> it's too many. Oh, wow, look at you. Look at Emily. I'm rubbing off on her. Just end it now. Please. And he's like, please let me out. Of, let of me out of the closet. closet. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm, I'm coming out of the closet, everyone. This is it. Look for my post. Happy Pride Month, yeah. everyone. So, I, don't, I don't know if we've actually mentioned this on the podcast before, but yeah, we started recording in my closet. I have a walk in closet. So, yeah, so if anyone has noticed a. An increase in the quality of the sound. That's probably the why. I think that, the or we got better at editing it, or maybe it's not as it's still maybe not it's still good. trash. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but yeah, speaking of like the gay thing, um, <laughs> the gay thing. Wow, gas queen. Yeah, let's talk about this whole gay thing. <laughs> uh, my background's showing. Um, um, so in the upcoming movie, my policeman. Um, that he's going to be in later this year. The trailer just came out, and I did not know this, but 
he is playing a man in it that he's married to a woman, but he's like in actually in love with another man. So Harry's out here playing queer characters. I didn't even know he was an actor. He is. He's coming out in two movies this summer. I mean, not summer, later this year. Wow. And they look good as hell. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah. Oh, I will be inviting everyone to the theater. I'll be like, I'm getting watch my tickets. Party. I'm getting my tickets. Roll up to the theater with me and just watch me like cry <laughs> for an entire hour and a half because I can't. I just can't. Like, I think when we went and saw Doctor Strange, they had a trailer for um, his movie Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah. And Tosh tried to start like asking me something <laughs> during the trailer, and I was like, shh. And I was just like, shut up. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, then I was like, it's still the trailers. And then, and then, then I saw Harry Styles, and I was like, oh, okay. You're like, this makes sense. Um, that's my first fun fact. And then my second fun fact um, is that he loves Shania Twain. And when he. Yes. <laughs> And when he introduced her at Coachella, he said, this lady taught me to sing. She also taught me that men are trash. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Shania. We love Shania, which is really funny because, like, right before we started recording this, Danny was like, all I know about Harry is that, like, he was in One Direction, then he showed up in, like, some red pants, and he was like, I'm singing with Shania Twain. Oh, and so, yes. like, I was like, perfect. <laughs> my fun fact is, was that he loves her. Like, he does. He, like is so into her music so so that was number one that was what that was one many how about two many no the police my policeman one where he's playing oh like, i thought that was all bundled in together no no oh, okay mm-hmm. tosh well, zoned out I zoned right out so tosh is like we're talking about the gay agenda <laughs> i just i can't be bothered as a straight man tar- no, tar- <laughs> he's, like, he's like um please can we stop no i just like it like i just thought it was part of the whole thing wow tosh way. this is pride month and <laughs> you are actively discriminating okay, i just called it called it I, the gay thing <laughs> help me guys i'm trapped in the closet with them i need to get out <laughs> <laughs> Forced me back in here. <laughs> I didn't even listen to the song. <laughs> it's like they gave me a script. <laughs> and, uh, Can I leave, please? Okay. <laughs> they've got a knife pointed at my throat. <laughs> they told me I would never see my family again. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. So now this is the section, Danny, where we pick our favorite lyric oh. of the song. Tosh, do you want to go first? Oh, um, I, uh, I, I guess I'd say that like last section there, mm-hmm. like they don't tell you where it's heading. It's pretty poignant. Like that little section right there, like the whole air that in context is even better, but, mm-hmm. um, that's like a really powerful sentence in and of itself too. They don't tell you where it's heading. Like just not being communicative. Like mm-hmm. it does says a lot about it. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, mine is you lay with him as you stay in the daydream. I definitely feel that yeah. getting just trapped in your own circle of what you think is good or what is going good in the situation, but like it's a daydream, like mm-hmm. it's time to hop down from the clouds. Yeah, back to earth we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that it, that lyric is really interesting too because it's like that should be a time where you're like really happy and like 
you know, like cuddling or whatever, but you are having to daydream about something better, you know, you're kind of like trying to make things seem better than they are. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as I'm reading this again, I have it in front of me this time. Like, I feel like there's like this, um, um, like sort of like awakening moment with the lyrics of like you like waking up from this like wait a second like this isn't right this isn't right and then this last section here kind mm-hmm. of just been like being like going back into the pattern like mm-hmm. like all right uh you know what like i don't know i'm having a sober moment right now and then i'm like and then at the end of it it's like all right well back to the same pattern again mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah well i think my my favorite lyric is one that i talked about earlier in the episode but um it's you love a fool who knows just how to get under your skin. And I just love that because it's like the dichotomy of like someone who like really annoys you um, and you know that like it's not working and you know they're a fool, but some for some reason you love this person or you love the idea of this person. And the beginning of that verse like says like you get deep in, like you're too deep in to get out. So yeah, I think that's my favorite lyric. Now we'll rate the song on a scale of one to five. Yeah. Okay, so last week we were doing this like, okay, I'm going to think of my number right now, and then maybe we'll just reveal them all at once. Can we try that? Yeah, let's do that. So just type it on your phone. Okay. Like in the notes app or in the calculator or whatever. And then then what? We'll we'll like turn them all at each other and then we'll read them all out so that... We, we don't react, because, like, in the past, we, like, react to each other's numbers and then our reasonings for them. And then and it, like, like, influences, like, us. you know. So I'm just, like, because I, before I've, like, raised my rating or lowered my rating according to others. So like, okay. And five is, like, you really yeah. loved it. Yes. Five is the best. One, and you can, you don't have to do whole numbers. You can do halves. You can do quarters. You can, one time I rated a song 4.8, so... You know, you can do whatever you want. It really likes want. the 0.75, so I've been trying to get okay. on that trend. Um, you know, it's really helpful it's for nuancing your, your you oh, know. Oh, yeah, no. Opinions. Oh, this is nuanced, so. I heard it more. Y'all ready? Okay, yeah. All right. And one, we're going to show three, two, two one. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, wow. So, okay, so um, for, Danny, for why don't you, you start, okay? So I rated a 2.872489. <laughs> you know, I carried the one divided by five. There you go. Um, I I liked the message. I liked his voice in it. It was kind of hard to hear the lyrics with the harmonies mm-hmm. and like all the like synthetic sounds going on in the background. So that lost some points. I'm not a big fan of like the folklore like vibe that lost some points, and it was just sad. I don't want to be sad. So there yeah. you go. Okay. Um, Tosh. I did a 3.75. Okay. Yeah, because, uh, see, this is why we did this, because I probably would have rated it higher now that I know that, like, just, like, where the average is going to be after seeing all of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, but, because, um, like, I did like this song. I, I'm, like, uh, I'm different than you, Jenny. I actually love, like, this folksy feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to listen to folk, indie folk music all the time. Um, and lyrically, I think it actually has, like, a poignant, like, uh, message but yeah there's just some some like some of the bit like this isn't a song just like you danny like this is a song i seek out want to mm-hmm. listen to you know mm-hmm. um but i still it's still, i think i still think it's a good song so 3.75 so i gave this song a 4.5 um because 
I do really like this song. Um, I docked it half a point because it's not one that I want to listen to like repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do love to listen to sad songs anyway. Um, but maybe it's just because of like the stage in my life I'm at that it would have resonated with me a lot more, you know, in the past, but not as much anymore. Yeah, so uh, 4.5 because it's just not one that I will like would probably seek out often if it weren't on the album. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so our average? Our average is, well, I, I rounded Danny's to a 2.9. <gasps> Whoa, not even two digits? He had his whole little... Well, I got two digits. <laughs> 2.8765. Okay. 2.87. That's 3.5. Uh, 3.75. Whoa. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well then... Emily's just rewriting. Emily's just putting words in our mouth. I, I think it's still going to be the same. Oh, 3.7. Okay. 3.7. It's at 3.71. Yeah, exactly. So, 3.7 is the rating for boyfriends. Okay. Yeah. Which seems like a typical, you know, rating for the man... For the average man, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, huh? You know, oh, the right oh, man, it's like they're fine. Yeah, huh? on the whole, there you go. yeah. True. Well, Not... I think you're five stars, Emily. Oh, <gasps> thank you. Well, I think and you me, both... Tosh, what the hell? Why am I stars in my? I think you both are five stars. Five star Stop. man. So five star man in the closet. Danny's a six stars. <laughs> yes, Danny's I'm so... special, so I got the extra star. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you so much, Danny, for being here, for, you know, sharing, like, you know, your opinions, some of your personal experience. Like, yeah, yeah I'm so knows? glad. Yeah. Maybe next time Emily won't be back and we'll just have Danny here for no, the rest yes. of the Danny's the taking podcast. over. Thank you all for having me. I'm yeah. glad to come back into the closet for y'all. So. Well, yeah, thank you. Maybe Anytime. maybe you'll come back into the closet, like, if, you know, you decide you're just going to start listening to Harry's music. Um, I will be in the closet. As, yeah, <laughs> all, as you know, only closeted men listen to Harry's music. Right. Um, Got him. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you, Danny. Um, so that's it for a Harry situation. Um, come back next week for, I don't remember which song. Um, oh, that's a weird name for a song. Wow. (laughs) Thanks everyone for listening. Um, Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at a Harry pod and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.